Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow American Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances incredibly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips and as you know we reject revolution unless it's a peaceful revolution like a jesus revolution otherwise it's restoration that we stand for ladies and gentlemen restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth it is a freedom loving fantastic we're taking america back one heart one mind one issue at a time faith-filled friday so be ready for that as well. A quick recap of yesterday's show before we get started on today's, um, you know, importance, if you will. We had on Peter Scoop Stanton with us, and we talked about he's the host of 75 Radio. Uh, 75radio.org to learn more about his show, along with Walter, um, your cue. Uh, and they add a model to their show. Uh, uh, Daniela Rodriguez is her name. Uh, they call her a spokesmodel. Talkers Magazine covered the event. Uh, and it's quite interesting because you think, well, what do you mean we've got a, you know, a spokesman like that? In the old days of radio, it wasn't necessary because nobody was visual. It was just radio, right? But now it turns out that, you know what, with radio and sound bites and TikTok and uh, you know, a lot of people doing uh, radio shows that have video components to them and all kind of, you know, radio long-form talk with short-form sound bites and video clips that feed to the, I mean, it's a different world, right? And so he's saying, hey, we need a spokesman. And it got announced in Talkers, pretty innovative. And the good news is Liberty News Radio uh, and Scoop Stanton and Radio 75 and everybody got a bunch of coverage out of it. It was actually uh, quite a savvy move, to say the least. Anyway, we talked about that with Scoop. Thank him for updating us on all that. We also had on Ru Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan, RustCodingGift.com. You've got a friend in the Honest Money business. And we talked about the Honest Money Report and where gold and silver are sitting, not changing much. As they continue to manipulate it on paper, Kelly highlighted the reality that it's interesting. Gold went down over the last week when it comes to the United States dollar, but it's up according to every other currency on the globe. Interesting indeed how that game is played. On paper, huh? Take delivery of your medals is the recommendation from com. your honest money partner. We talked about Beyond Meat, the company that makes this Beyond Meat product. I guess they're melting down. They're decreasing in revenue, and it's not going too well. People thought it was pretty cool at the start, but, man, it ain't very good. People don't like it. It, along with all the other environmental issues, are melting down. We talked about uh, electronic vehicle makers turn to discounts to combat waning demand that's wall street journal we talked about uh, electronic vehicles don't have a demand problem they have an affordability problem 
that's business insider. But you know what? To me, an affordability problem and a lack of demand, it's all the same thing. What do you mean they don't have a lack of demand, they have an affordability? Well, if they're too expensive and I don't want one or I can't afford one, there isn't any demand if I choose not to get one, right? So they're playing games with words in an effort to jumpstart the failing electronic vehicle market, okay? Or electric vehicle market, whatever you want to call it. EVs is a weird term anyway. Electric vehicle, you know, anyway, strange stuff being forced by law, by edict, by mandate, by subsidy of your government, but nobody wants it. And even the dealers, even the manufacturers getting cold feet because it ain't going so well. More Americans, more and more Americans don't even want to buy electric cars, writes Business Insider. I wonder why they're too expensive, but they don't work. Who would want one of those? Credit card delinquencies are on the rise. We talked about that in detail as well. What happens when Americans are tapped out of cash and their credit cards are tapped out? What's next? Uh, as they continue to threaten to raise interest rates. Anyway, uh, we then talked second hour in detail uh, about the debate that took place. We'll get to that later. For now, though, Dr. Scott Bradley is with me. Welcome to the show, sir. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. You guys all okay today? I mean, it's a frosty morning in my neck of the woods. How about you? It's freezing surprisingly cold, isn't it? Well, it is. Uh, we've been down uh, low 20s even. So uh, I'm I'm just wondering what this, you know, uh, is foretelling us for the winter. So we'll just have to hang on and see. Amen. All right, we got a quick interview with a guy by the name of John Stubbins. He's with us now. He's the host of a radio uh, TV show called Indivisible with John Stubbins. JohnStubbins.com. S-T-U-B-B. I-N-S, johnstubbins.com. He's doing a bunch of things in addition to uh, his broadcasting efforts. John, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Welcome. How you guys doing? Absolutely fantastic, my friend. Tell us a little bit about you and about your show real quick, will you? Well, uh, let's see here. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> that covers a lot of ground, brother. Um uh, well, I'm a military veteran, first of all. Uh, so, and it is Veterans Day, by the way. So we thank you for your service, sir. Well, my my pleasure, my pleasure. And uh, way things are going, who knows? I may have to serve again. Um, it's kind of a crazy place out here. So, uh, so yeah, I'm a military veteran, and um, I'm a proud father. And uh, you know, that's kind of you know, I guess my my past. Uh, yeah, how'd you get I into have, broadcasting? Well, that's a whole other story. But I, the first part of my life, uh, you know, I guess from childhood through uh, you know my teens and then into the Air Force, I I was an athlete. I played quarterback in football. I uh, played center field and left field in baseball, and uh, even played basketball competitively in high school. So I played sports year round, and then after high school, went into the military during the uh, the first Gulf War. Um, uh, after I got out of the military, I went into the business world, went into sales for a while, and found out that I didn't really want to do that for another 30 years or so, and did some soul-searching. Uh, I ended up having an opportunity, kind of of a lifetime, to audition at the Actors Institute in New York City back in the mid-'90s, late to late-'90s. And uh, Anyway, I went and auditioned, and I got a full scholarship to attend the school, and basically changed my whole life from there. I went to a whole other mode and started learning the mastery of acting and the actor's craft and 
studied that uh, professionally for almost four years there. Uh, so I picked up, moved from Ohio and, and moved to New York City, which was quite a culture shock. However, uh, at the time, you know, we, you know, we, the, the city was much nicer than it is now. And uh, coming off of, of Giuliani's rule there, uh, he really cleaned that city up. So fast forward a little bit, uh, um, I'd say probably 2006. Uh, I actually got if this will interest you. I got a uh, I got a DVD in the mail uh, that I didn't even ask for. It just came to me, um, and it was sent by the Clarion Project. Um, and it was an interesting DVD. Like I said, I didn't ask for it. it I, I don't even know how I got it, but somehow they sent it to me. And the whole DVD was about Islamic Jihad, and uh, I watched that thing probably twenty times and. This is two years before Barack Obama had ran uh, for president the first time. And uh, once I started getting involved and in, in understanding about Islamic Jihad, the more that I learned, the more that I knew that I needed to be involved to stop it. So that really kind of launched me in, to get involved in politics, I guess. Um, and then fast forward from there to 2020, um, I was actually at CPAC uh, at National Harbor there uh, up in D.C. Uh, my attorney was with me and uh, spent the week there. I ended up meeting with David Padrush, uh, who was Mark Levin's executive producer. Him and I were looking at a couple projects together, and I had the option on uh, both of Sidney Powell's books, uh, Licensed Alliance Conviction Machine, and uh, she wanted to see about turning those into a TV series or documentary. And so I went over to talk to David about those two books. And he talked to me about a couple of his projects uh, that he was doing outside of Fox and Blaze. And so uh, <laughs> we had this good hour meeting about those projects. And then he's like, can you stick around for a little bit? I want to talk to you about something uh, aside from these projects. And I said, sure. So we got another cup of coffee. It was in the middle of winter, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, late February. And, uh, so he looks at me and says, John, we need you to start your own show. Uh, and, and we're going to need you in this battle. And we, he spent the next probably 45 minutes or so convincing me on why I should do it, why it's important and why I would be good at it. I never considered hosting a show. And so, that's kind of how this started, and uh, and then like two days later, CPAC ended, and on that last day of CPAC, I'll never forget it. That is when the pandemic began. Uh, somebody and at it's CPAC all been and- downhill or uphill from there. It depends <laughs> on your perspective. But John Stubbins with me, ladies and gentlemen. His show is called Indivisible with John Stubbins. JohnStubbins.com. It's also on. Believe it or not. HuntChannel.tv. Now, Hunt Channel is where Ted Nugent, our dear friend, is. If you could skip the break, Jay, that'd be great. Uh, so, HuntChannel.tv, where Ted Nugent is. John's show is there as well. It's every Tuesday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. But I, I want to talk about other things besides the show. I just wanted to give a good promo, get you guys introduced to John, etc. I really want to talk about two main things right now. Number one, your event coming up in a couple of days. And two, the whole fundraising purpose for the movie that you're about to roll out. John? 
Yeah, I, I'd love to talk about that. But real quick, let me throw this out there because this is brand new. Last week, uh, Rocco, uh, he, he's partners with Donald Trump Jr. and part of our HunterNation.org uh, uh, work. So I work with Ted Nugent, Keith Mark, and Donald Trump Jr. and Rocco are all part of HunterNation.org. Uh, and we, and Rocco just bought the Pursuit and Pursuit Up Networks. Uh, he literally signed a deal last week on this. And so we're going to be going to those networks as well. So we will still be on HuntChannel.tv, but we are adding Pursuit and Pursuit Up, which will put us in about 150 million more homes. So I, I wanted to get it. that, I wanted we'll to get that out there. We'll keep an eye on that ball, and we'll have you back as that progresses, John, as well. Thank you. Thank you. And it's been going well. We're averaging well over a million viewers a month since January when we launched on HuntChannel.tv. So let me get to uh, the event. Uh, we have an event next Friday, November 17th, at Trump National Golf Club in Sterling, Virginia. Uh, it's just north of Leesburg, Virginia, probably about 30 minutes north of Dallas Airport. Um, and uh, we've got an amazing event. I've got General Flynn coming in. I've got uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton from Texas. I've got Tom Homan, President Trump's ICE Director. John Solomon, uh, amazing uh, friend and journalist, who, uh, if anybody is paying attention out there, uh, he broke the uh, uh, not only the Russia hoax story with Sarah Carter, uh, but he also broke the uh, the Hunter uh, Biden laptop story, uh, along with the Biden crime family, uh, uh, you know, ep- epilogue and, and you know where we are now. He broke all of that as well. So. Uh, so we've got those four gentlemen coming, good friends that are going to be coming to speak. And then I've got all of our partners are coming, uh, including Keith Mark from HunterNation.org. Uh, and, and we're going to be talking about what our partners do, how they fit into my show, and what we're doing together to help save this country. Uh, and, and the whole idea behind this event, and by the way, I've got three amazing musicians coming. So a big part of this night, next Friday night, the 17th, is going to be music as well. And I've got Dave Bray USA. I've got Jay Edwards. I've got Mark McKay, who's been touring with Night Ranger. And uh, his, his lead guitarist, by the way, uh, is the is the lead guitarist for the Alan Parsons Project. He's amazing, uh, Jeffrey. And and so it's it's a night of music. Yes, we have speakers. They're going to be talking about important things that matter and how we can actually get things done, not just talk, but actually action. So uh, we are going to have a silent auction. Uh, the uh, We've got some cool stuff, too. We've got uh, Hank Aaron signed baseball. We've got two military-grade drones, including a plane, uh, which is going to start at bidding at 150000 uh, and then a smaller one at 40000 We also have <laughs> Ted set up a brand-new flag-draped guitar that he signed. We're going to be auctioning that off. We've got jewelry. We've got handbags for the ladies from Mar-a-Lago that are being sent up. We've got felt cowboy hats, uh, gift certificates for those. Uh, and then we've got also uh, Andre Soriano, uh, he created the Trump dress, which 
became famous and went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And anyway, uh, Andre got the dress back from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last week, and he's putting it up for auction at my event. So for all the ladies out there, they're going to want to see this. This dress is amazing. Uh, so we've got the silent auction. We've got these amazing speakers. All of it's relevant in our game plan on what we're going to do to take action. And, you know, through my show, I've got eight different investigations that are open right now, including the Russia hoax and the border and uh, the big tech lawsuits. And, all right. You know, all I, I want to focus on this event coming up. It's on the 17th. It's in Virginia, right? Sterling, Virginia. Sterling, Virginia. Yeah. It's coming up in a couple of days. And the way you get tickets is to go where? johnstubbins.com and you click on events and if you, once you get to the events page you just scroll down and buy your tickets there's uh, six different packages you can buy all right and this is a special fundraiser the whole purpose of this event you're going to rub shoulders with some incredible people that's for sure but it's a fundraiser for the new documentary film they're working on called American, American Anarchy. Anarchy, and it's going to be released yes. uh, to everyone. Is the, is the film going to cost money, or is the film free once it's released? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, we're, we're, unfortunately, we're going to have to charge because we are we have to raise funds for this, and we have to distribute the film. Uh, but it's going to be very reasonable, and uh, we want to get it into the hands of the American people by next summer so that they can see this film before the fall election next year. This is a needle mover because – we're going to expose a lot of the lies that America has been told over the last, I don't know, at least eight years uh, since 2015 started with the FISA warrants. Uh, if everybody has been following that story, you know what they did to my friend Carter Page. They used these fake FISA warrants, which are illegal, by the way, and they've been deemed illegal uh, even by the FISA judge and FISA court. Uh, basically, you know, the FBI and James Comey and his band of, of criminals decided to come after and in the DNC, this is Hillary Clinton, Obama, and, and Biden. They decided and that to was all the, really the beginning when we saw the change of the affairs of the nation where they're literally turning the government as a weaponized apparatus against virtually all of us. It started with Carter and other people, but it's really now trickling down to guys like me, and eventually it will be you, my fellow Americans. This is what they're doing, right, John? Yeah, it's a two-tier justice system, folks. And uh, look, we've got to stop it. And uh, one of the ways to stop it is to expose it and then to prosecute. And uh, and look, they destroyed Carter's life. And Carter's a very good friend of mine. And, you know, they, they used him to spy on the Trump campaign. And then once Trump won the election, then they brought the spying into the White House. Then they came after Flynn. Then they went after Roger Stone and so on and so forth. And you saw what happened on January 6th. A lot of those people are still, still being held without uh, any bond or any kind of legal representation Understand. Uh, at all. Let, let me ask you this: um, So the film's thrust is going to uh, kind of start with this kind of stuff. In the end of the day, though, uh, what happens with uh, uh, American anarchy? Because are, are we just going to turn this country into a, a free for all, survival of the fittest? What's the end game for them, and what can we do to make sure that it doesn't happen that way? Yeah, well, we've got law and order has to be the rule of the day, 
right? Uh, if we don't have law and order in this country and, and there are no consequences for people's behavior, then guess what? It's going to be the Wild West. And, and, and look, if you're paying attention to the border and what's happening at that southern border and you're paying attention to what's happening over in the Middle East, you should be able to deduce, to deduce very easily what's coming our way. Because, <clears throat> look, uh, I work on the border daily, okay? And I, I work with Tom Holman. I work with Jason Jones at Border 911. And besides the people that are processed at our border, there are a lot of people that are not processed. We call them gotaways, okay? Those gotaways are coming from the Middle East, okay? And they're coming in and slipping into our country to do us harm, Think about a EMP attack or a dirty bomb. Okay, I mean, I mean, you know that they're able to slip drugs through the border. Why not a bomb? Why not an EMP device? Okay, look, people, you better wake up because it's coming to your front door. These these illegal immigrants are being distributed all over the country in your yes, town and in the my, goal in is my to create aren't the goal is to create anarchy for sure uh, dr scott bradley's with me do you want to t- chime in on this doctor i think they're letting the border leak like a sieve they're trying to literally let them in- infiltrate america with people who have uh, either hatred towards america and or no understanding of our principles and our values and our laws and our way of life etc and they're literally trying to destroy the nation uh, via this method to create anarchy dr bradley Well, one of the greatest truisms in all mortality is that a nation that cannot or will not uh, maintain its borders cannot and will not maintain its uh, national existence. And, I mean, you can prove this down through history. Uh, I mean, if you go back to the Emperor Valens, back with the uh, influx of the Vandals coming across the river from the north into Rome, and so America really is, uh, we've got to learn the lessons of the past. We definitely have... Uh, a complete it's a it's a pretty complete plan it's well thought out being well executed by those that do not love this nation and um, we're we're way down the path we have a d-day invasion every few days really literally in this nation and uh, these people are not going home and and as pointed out uh, john mentions that uh, these a lot of these otms other than mexicans that are coming in absolutely have uh, uh, the potential of being uh, sleeper cells, if you will, whether they're from Asia, China, or whether they're from the Middle East. And I think that both of them are probably heavily influxing the United States right now. And we just, we don't write them a ticket and send them anywhere they want to go. They come here and they've got a plan and they're going where they're going. And so America's uh, in some pretty deep doo-doo. And our president has been complicit. The administration has been unwilling to enforce the laws that have been constitutionally passed through the through the Congress and the now president. Let's be clear, even the Republican no. Party, to a great degree, the majority of the mainstream or the old guard or whatever term you want to use for the deep state Republican uh, apparatus, they're just as in bed with it and just as on board with this psychotic agenda that will eventually create anarchy in America if we don't stand up and stop it as anyone else. So let's not think this is partisan. Let's not play games and think that, you know, um, hey, this is, uh, you know, left-right kind of stuff. It's we the people uh, against the deep state. And yes, there are a few people uh, representing us that truly understand. But for the most part, it is a serious problem. John is with us. He's saying, join us at my Patriot event. 
at the Trump National Golf Course in Sterling, Virginia. It's on November 17th, so it's coming up like real quick, folks. Today is the 10th, Veterans Day. It's on the 17th, so a week from today, I guess it's, let's see, it's, yeah, a week from today, right? Yeah, week from today, November 17th. Uh, All right, stay there, John. I got a break. Stay there. Uh, a week from today, it's a special fundraiser for the documentary film they're putting together called American Anarchy coming out before the elections that will knock your socks off. Hang tight. John Stubbins with us. Dr. Scott Bradley and yours truly continue in seconds on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Alleged corruption by President Biden continues to be investigated by the House Oversight Committee. Chair James Comer issued four subpoenas and four interview requests yesterday. The move comes one day after the House Oversight Committee subpoenaed Hunter Biden, the president's brother James Biden, and several Biden family members. Comer on Fox News last night says bank records show roughly $30 million from foreign nationals went to the Biden's offshore accounts without any form of earning the money. Not a thing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, we, all we know is that the Bidens received millions of millions of dollars from foreign nationals and from oligarchs. We know uh, a lot about why he got $3.5 million from Russia. We haven't talked about that yet. And we're learning every day more about the millions of dollars they, they took in from China. The Internal Revenue Service has revealed new income tax brackets for 2024. Income thresholds have been elevated to each bracket applying to tax year 2024, so not this year. The top rate of 37% will apply to taxable income, just over $609,000, and married couples filing jointly, over $731,000. Standard deductions will also rise in 2024, up to $2,000 for married couples who file jointly, and about $800 for single folks doing their taxes next year. Robert De Niro's production company has been found liable for gender discrimination. A jury yesterday ordered De Niro's Canal Productions to pay $1.3 million to Graham Chase Robinson, his former assistant. She also accused him of unwanted physical contact and of retaliating by not paying her severance. The New York jury found De Niro was not personally liable for the abuse. USA News. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-399-4215. 800-399-4215. That's 800-399-4215. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, johnstubbins.com for you to get your tickets. It will be on the 17th of November. It will be in Virginia. We're talking about the National Golf Course for Donald Trump in Sterling, Virginia. An incredible fundraising event to raise money for this movie called American Anarchy. Really documenting that America is turning into an anarchy because of illegal immigration primarily, uh, along with many other things. Uh, John, give us the final kind of uh, purpose for this. If people can go, great. They should. If they can't, they can still donate and help uh, the film grow. Give us kind of a 30-second wrap-up on it, will you? When will a trailer be out? Yeah, uh, well, there's already a trailer up. Uh, the trailer is up on the website, uh, same place you buy your tickets, johnstubbins.com. And uh, like, like I was saying right before the break, uh, VIPs will show up at about 5 p.m. sharp uh, on the 17th, and the show will start at 6 p.m. and go to at least 10, maybe later than 10. Uh, but we, like I said, we've got three amazing bands playing uh, we've got amazing speakers with plans of action for the people so that we can get to work and stop this nonsense once and for all. Again, go to johnstubbins.com and get your tickets now. They're going to be gone soon. Thanks, John. Have a good one, sir. Talk to you soon. God bless you. All right, Dr. Bradley, what do you think? I mean, it's a valid point that if we're not careful, they're going to let illegal immigration destroy this country. Well, I, I think that it should be readily apparent to everybody that uh, that's, you know, the the plan. It's not even plan B. It's the A++++ plan. And, uh, of course, they've got uh, all sorts of other fragmenting technology and processes in the in place so that they can, you know, at every possible turn. It's a, it's a fragmenting thing. Marxism does that all the time. It's a contention. It's a conflict. And uh, so they divide and conquer, and I think it's absolutely underway. And and I, if, if I'm really frustrated, and we can maybe talk about this if you want later on, but I think the Republicans are dragging their feet on this impeachment thing that should be well underway right now. We took a three-week break because of the uh, the deal with the speaker, but but holy cow! And it seems like they're getting distracted by this Bravo Sierra. I mean, you know, maybe there's good stuff on the Hunter Biden laptop, but if we get distracted with his tawdry activities, you know, his uh, drug-fueled, uh, lust-induced in activities, uh, it'll be just like the the bimbo. What was her name? Uh, Lewinsky, Monica Lewinsky, with with Clinton. We'll get distracted, and the real things that are really bad will be pushed aside. I, I'm just frustrated that that uh, it seems to me like this is kind of shaken out like the Ken Starr thing did. And we need to have an impeachment. It needs to be brought to the head, and it needs to be closed. I don't expect the Senate will do the right thing, but uh, people need to understand what's happening right now in America. And this idea of slow rolling this thing, I know they got to have time to put their program together, but I, I think with all the help they got, they should be able to do it pretty darn quick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Matt Staver of Liberty Council with us, lead attorney, been a friend for a long time, been on this broadcast over the years. He's super busy. He's only got a couple of minutes for us, but man, we've been attacked by the Southern Law, Southern Poverty Law Center relentlessly, and their attacks are broadening. Now they have literally 1,225 hate groups 
uh, supposedly, I believe it's classic projection. They're the haters, literally hating on everybody. Matt Staver has a lawsuit because their hate knows no bounds. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, Mr. Staver. Thank you. Good to be with you. Catch me up then on the lawsuit, and let's just talk about this for a second then. What's actually happening? Give people a little bit of the, the history on this. Well, of course, the SPLC has a long history of falsely identifying groups that it ideologically is opposed to as hate groups, classifying them right alongside of violent organizations like, say, for the um, you know, KKK, but groups such as BLM, those that are ideologically in line with them, that actually have engaged in violence or Antifa, they're never listed as a hate group. But groups that are pro-family, pro-life, uh, they believe in legal immigration, they put them on their so-called hate group list. And they're trying to use that hate group list and that hate map to paint a false picture of these different organizations and literally try to destroy them. And so it has significant consequences. Liberty Council right now is representing the, uh, an organization that is a conservative immigration group that believes in legal immigration, and it falsely placed them on its hate list, even though they've been uh, told by the organization that it's not a hate group. The D.A. King uh, founder and president of the Dustin Inman Society has responded saying that it's false. Uh, in fact, many of the people that are on the board of the Dustin Inman Society are immigrants themselves that have come from various places around the world but are legal immigrants. And so the issue that the DEA uh, King founder of the Dustin Inman Society wants to do with this organization is to speak about legal immigration. They are certainly supportive of legal immigration and want to curb and end illegal immigration illegal employment, and illegal administration and granting of public benefits and services through equal application of the laws. And so that's what their purpose is. And yet the SPLC published a report in 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, and even 23, listing them falsely as a hate group. The consequences are significant because we know, for example, Floyd Corkins, he targeted the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., and he wanted to commit mass murder of the FRC employees. Why? Because FRC was falsely labeled on the SPLC's hate list and even the hate map. So he knew exactly where they were located and came to that organization. Fortunately, a security guard there at FRC stopped Floyd Corkins, and now Floyd Corkins is in prison for a number of years because of his attempted mass murder, all related to the SPLC's false and dangerous and, frankly, defamatory hate list. Now, here's what I don't understand. A lot of people have tried to sue the Southern Poverty Law Center and tried to stop them from adding us all to hate lists. You're on it. I'm on it. Everybody's on it. And all these things have failed. I know they have $730 million, according to their latest report. A lot of it's stored in, uh, we assume, uh, overseas bank accounts and all this kind of crazy stuff. And But it seems like they're tapped into the FBI and the Justice Department like nobody's business. And it seems like even though they've been roundly discredited, they still have mojo like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I don't know if they're backed by the ADL or exactly what's going on. Uh, can you speak to that for a second, uh, Mr. Staver, in terms of what is happening here? 
Yeah, this is definitely a discredited group uh, in so many ways. Uh, many of these um, organizations, they're not supposed to be on the hate list. They have been falsely put on there. There's consequences that have happened with regards to people taking action to try to commit murder, like James Hodgkinson. Uh, he tried to kill Republicans during an annual congressional baseball game in 2017, and he did that because some of the individuals, like Republican Steve Scalise, Republican from Louisiana, uh, he was uh, falsely accused by the SPLC of being a supremacist. And so he was one of the targets. They were targeting only Republicans, not Democrats. Yet they continue to go forward. And unfortunately, uh, this administration uh, opens the door for the SPLC to promote their hate. The reason why some of the other lawsuits have been dismissed is they have argued, the SPLC has argued in court, uh, that, oh, this is just their opinion. It's not a statement of fact. So it's not just a fact that they're getting wrong. It's just their personal opinion. But in this particular case, before we got on the case, this issue was litigated before a court in Alabama. And a federal judge in that case denied their request to dismiss the case and actually came back with a very good decision, saying it certainly doesn't look like an opinion. It looks like you have established this or stated it as though it's fact. And therefore, you're not going to get dismissed. So this is now the first case against the SPLC that has survived a motion to dismiss and will now go into the discovery phase. And we're neck deep right now in that discovery phase. We have sent a document requests to the SPLC to provide uh, lots of different documents regarding the basis of their list and some of their intercommunications regarding this issue. Uh, and we're waiting on getting some of that as we go forward. But this is the very first case, very significant precedent, that it's the very first case that is allowed to go forward and get into the weeds and actually get into the discovery against this SPLC. Our point for our client is to stop this false label. But the SPLC needs to stop it across the board because it's frankly defamatory and it's dangerous. Um, go ahead and skip the break, uh, Mr. Staver. So this discovery is critical because that's the, the spot where everybody else got stuck and where everything got dismissed along the way with all these other lawsuits. No one's really been able to deliver the pay dirt via discovery that we need to really connect the dots and prove our points, right? That's right. That's exactly right. They've all been filed. I think they all have legitimacy from what I have seen. Uh, but then the SPLC responds and said, oh, by the way, it's not, we're not stating that as a fact. It's just our personal opinion. It's our political opinion and political opinion. Yeah, we have like a right that. to opinions, too, by the way. Right. Yeah, we have. a Yeah. But then when you put them down as fact and you put them as a hate group on the same list where you have an organization that actually engages in violence. You know, maybe KKK or some skinhead organization that actually has a history of violence. Yeah, because even uh, though most of us aren't hate violence. groups, there are some that, that, that do and that are, right? They are some that are violent groups. Obviously, they have hate. But people on the other side, like Antifa and BLM, you know, they engage in violence too. Why aren't they on? this list. Why? Well, because the SPLC doesn't put ideological friends on the list, only ideological adversaries on the list. And then it puts groups like 
the Family Research Council, like you, like um, Liberty Council, like American Family Association, Concerned Women for America, and others. They put them on the list. Why? Because they engage in violence? No. They condemn violence. Not a history, uh, not a shred of information that they would suggest that they promote violence to the very contrary to that. Well, and that's kind of where I say you can express opinion, but if you have zero evidence, in other words, they like to say in the news now right. without evidence. If you have zero evidence, though, and you express an opinion uh, and you're tied into the FBI and the Justice Department, uh, I think this judge in Alabama is really kind of making the case that it's not opinion when you're with the FBI, Justice Department, training law enforcement, educating the media, people are taking your um, you know, your press releases as playbook factual documents when they're not, you know, we've crossed the lines in several ways. This might be the quintessential case to change the game, huh? Yeah, that's what we're thinking. This could be the very quintessential case to change the game and stop this uh, false, defamatory, and dangerous hate group uh, classification that the SPLC has come up with. Uh, because it's not just that they disagree with you. There's consequence. We've already talked about physical consequences. Attempted murder in several cases that have been linked to the SPLC hate list. But in addition to that, there's also censorship, and there's also banking. Some organizations, the SPLC and others, have gone to these banks, and they've said, oh, they're on the SPLC hate list, so don't do any banking with them. So they shut their banking down for no other reason than they're on the SPLC hate list. So that is the consequences that happen when they do this false label. And they need to be held accountable. Uh, they need to feel the pain of financial damages for falsely labeling these organizations. One thing to disagree, we can have disagreements and be civil and be honest about our disagreements. But don't, in doing so, try to put another organization and their leaders in danger. And that's what, in fact, this hate group list does, and the SPLC clearly knows it. So they sent a letter to Congress about me two years ago. I didn't even know. And they said that I'm the nexus of anti-government and hate in America. They have zero evidence. I've been on the radio, as you know, Matt, for a long time, 25-plus years. I don't promote any violence or hate of any kind. But they sent this letter to Congress and said Sam Bushman is the nexus of anti-government and hate in America. And we want uh, this to be read into the congressional record. And we want, furthermore... Uh, we want Sam to be investigated and action taken against him. I didn't even know about it. I just discovered it a couple of months ago or about a month and a half ago now uh, that they did this. And now I uh, wrote a letter to my congressman and senator appealing, saying, can you help me discover, one, is this in the record? Two, is there an in, in investigation? And three, what can I do? I mean, if there really is an investigation, how come I haven't been notified? It tells me it's probably not. Uh, been taken seriously, thank heavens. But uh, my whole point is, what do guys like me do? I'm too small. I don't have any money. Yeah, well, that's why they need to be stopped. And, you know, this administration, unfortunately, is coddling up to them. We need an administration that did what the previous administration does and say, you know what, we're not going to listen to you uh, anymore. Not only are they false on here, not only do they wreak damage, but they come out and say why they're doing it. In 2007, uh, a guy by the name of Potok, he is Mark Potok, the former senior fellow. Yeah, at the me, and, me and Richard Mack forced Mark Potok to uh, literally, um, he wrote a, a false story about us. We forced him to retract it. It's in his, his uh, report now, uh, the report that they have out where they were forced to retract even for their lies. But go ahead. 
Well, he says here, he's, he's speaking to uh, the Michigan Alliance Against Hate Crimes Conference in 2007. He says, quote, let me say that our aim, and sometimes the press describes us as monitoring hate groups. So I want to say plainly that our aim in life is to destroy these groups, to completely destroy them, close quote. That's Mark Potok speaking on behalf of the SPLC. So and now, that shows the sexist and racist intent. ideology, he's gone, right? He's gone, yeah, because, yeah, a good point. You know, here's the SPLC, and, and now they've, they've got their top leaders, including the founder. Uh, they all got pushed out because of sexism and racism. Uh, the SPLC's office in Alabama has been picketed by its own employees because of racism, systemic racism, not just something that just happened periodically, but systemic racism and sexism that has been part of the SPLC for decades. There you have it. The other interesting thing that I find is they have a secret page on their website, which has a bunch of definitions of all kinds of terms. And when you read their definitions, you understand how they back into using those words. They don't match legal definitions at all, though, either, Mr. Stater. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's why, you know, they, when they look at uh, hate group, well, how do you get on the hate group? Well, they, they, they define it so broadly uh, that it, it includes anybody who's an ideological opponent of the SPLC. But the common understanding of a hate group and the common understanding of why it stirs up people like Floyd Corkins and James Hodgkinson is that they're out to destroy you. They're violent organizations, and they make that connection by putting you right alongside the violent organizations. And when you ask them about, well, Remember Antifa uh, going through the towns and taking over the towns and BLM yeah, occupying to different parts? Point, right? Yeah. Uh, all of that. Why are they not on there? Because they're actually engaging in violence. They're actually encouraging violence. Why, uh, you know, is the, what, what, the Communist Party USA not on there when they advocate the violent overthrow of the United States of America and the renaming of our country? Why? Because they're ideological friends of the SPLC. So now, the southern part of the country has ties to uh, evil people that have been committed, that have committed terrorism, too, like Bill Ayers and some of those guys, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they're, they're, they started off as an organization years and years ago, as you know, that got involved in civil rights uh, litigation. And that's, why I, that's how they got famous. And then they came up with this uh, group that were pretty much um, groups that were organized like the KKK or the skinhead organizations where they started listing them. And then they began to realize, you know what, that, that era that they made popular uh, and where they made their money from the civil rights movement, that, that's, a, that's a different era now that they're living in. So they expanded out to the whole LGBTQ issue. And so if you believe in the sanctity of human life, if you're pro-life, Which we do. if you believe uh, that there are two sexes, male and female, God Which created male and female, if you believe marriage should be the union of a man and a woman, if you believe in legal immigration, that you believe in immigration, yeah, but it ought to be sure. legal, then you're going to be put uh, on that hate group list because you're part of the SPLC. You're part of the SPLC. In fact, to prove your point, target. the latest Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, now has just been relentlessly attacked by the SPLC for those very points you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and remember um, Dr. Ben Carson early on in his campaign when he was running for president. 
uh, he was put on the SPLC hate list. There was this big pushback. This is one of the most renowned pediatric surgeons in the world. And because he believed in some of these core Judeo-Christian values, he was placed on the SPLC hate list. And uh, he got taken off because there was a big pushback. But that's the kind of thing that the SPLC does. They put good people, good organizations uh, that love God, love America, uh, that would never cause any uh, problem, that go through and work through the normal legal, uh, political, and judicial uh, processes that we have set up in America, and they put them uh, on this hate group list. They'll leave off real violent groups like Antifa and BLM and others because they're ideologically aligned with them. And then they stuck you right beside people who are hate groups. And they'll they even come out with a list sometimes, uh, and they'll publish it state by state and region by region. Look at the hate groups in your uh, location. And they'll have some of these crazy organizations, and then they'll list you. And people don't know any better. They see your organization, and they say, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize we had these hate groups right here in my uh, own central part of the, part of the state. But All this right, case, can, go ahead. the good thing about this case, as you mentioned, is I think it has significant potential um, because they've been able to throw these darts, uh, shoot these weapons at people, and then hide behind the idea, oh, it's just our opinion. They know that it's causing harm. They know that people have taken it on themselves to commit mass murder because of their false labeling, and they've continued to do it, notwithstanding and they've not been held accountable. This case is designed to hold them accountable because they've come after the wrong organization, and they continue to do it. Now we have survived a motion to dismiss, so we're going to go right in and dig in to roll our sleeves up and go into discovery phase. That's going to take several months to go through the process and all the documents. All right, we want you to keep us up to date as it unfolds. Two questions. One, what can we do to best help you? Uh, and number two, what can guys like me do in the meantime? My family's literally in harm's way uh, because of these people, per the points you're making. These, these guys have inspired literal murderers, and now I'm getting death threats because of this. Yes, I know, and the same for anybody who gets on that hate list. Uh, first of all, people can go to lc.org for more information. They can also support Liberty Council, lc.org. As it relates to you, I think the... You know, we've got a, a good Speaker of the House right now. I think now is the opportunity uh, for us to move forward to, to do something in Congress, particularly in the House, but certainly in your case, to make sure that that is not in the congressional record. Uh, and if it is, um, the pro that, that compounds. I would like to know about that because I will we let might you use know that in I've our case. My, I've got my House uh, of Representatives uh, member who's promised me they had me sign a, a privacy release. They're literally getting the information on that to me, and I'll share with you what I find. Yes, I look forward to seeing that because we might be able to use that in this case as to what the SPLC does and how it does it to try to ruin people and put people in harm's way. We'll do everything we can because it's absolute lies. I've, been, I've probably got more hours in the public eye in terms of on the radio than anybody alive right now. I mean, it's not a debate of who has more hours. I'm just telling you that, they, and you cannot find a hate-filled, violent statement from me of any kind or an anti-government statement, uh, Mr. Staver. Zero. Yeah, I, but they don't really care. You don't agree with them because, uh, you, you know, you're pro-life, pro-common uh, sense with regards to human sexuality. There are two sexes, male and female. And because of that, uh, you're a target. And anybody who speaks out, 
individually or as a group, you're going to be a target of the SPLC and subject to being placed on this hate group list. And the consequences of doing that are not only economic damages, but also put you in personal, physical harm's way. Amen, sir. Well, we're grateful for your work and your leadership on this. When you emailed me and told me about the lawsuit, I was excited because we have got to stop these people. And this may very well be the perfect, I don't want to say storm, but the perfect opportunity with Mike Johnson, now Speaker of the House, uh, with now this being um, not dismissed, but hey, going to discovery. This is our opportunity and it's time for us all to get involved in any way possible. LC.org. Thank you, Matt Staver. Thank you. Good to be with you. There he goes, Matthew Staver doing a phenomenal job as always. He's so busy, we don't have him on very often. But we've had him on over the years for literally about 25 years now. He just does such a tremendous job articulating who we are, what we stand for, our peaceful intent, our desire for liberty, uh, our desire to stand up for um, you know God's laws, science that backs those laws in terms of male and female, uh, traditional God-ordained marriage, family, the fundamental unit of society, fundamental unit of society i mean it goes on and on to the incredible work that they do they take on religious cases um to make sure that you know what uh you have a right to your religious beliefs and religious liberty needs to be protected because every other liberty is downstream from religious liberty is the facts folks uh and you know what opinion or not everybody can have their opinion but we can be decent uh, and we can have a disagreement but we can agree to disagree agreeably i may not agree with what you say but i agree that you have the right to say it what I don't agree is that you have the right to cross the line and agitate violence against whom you disagree or that you have the ability to financially penalize those who you disagree uh, in a way that, that jeopardizes their organizations or putting people in harm's way. Or, okay, when they cross those lines, they become the hate organization and they're using classic projection. It's not me, it's you mentality, suggesting we're all the haters when it's really them. We've got to stand up and stop it, and we've got to work together to do so. I'm doing everything that I can, and so is the great folks over at LibertyCouncilLC.org. Matt Staver, lead attorney over there, suing the SPLC right now, and they're further along than anybody else because they're moving into the discovery phase, and that ought to deliver pay dirt that can really connect some dots. Hey, it's beyond opinion now, folks. You've gone too far, and we're not going to take it anymore. We're going to peacefully use the rule of law for our avenue for solution and a redress of grievance. Thank you, Matt Staver, lc.org. I am Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.